Oh, this is going to be a good one. I freaking love this song. What's up, everybody? Good freaking evening, everybody. What is up? Ah, uh, this is the jam. I love this song. What's up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered. I am your host, Joshua Berglund. It is so good to see you guys. What is up? What is up? Oh, man, this is a big shout out to PSTV. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Katie, good to see you. Always asking me if I'm a medium. I have no idea what that means. Rich, Katarina, good to see you guys. Thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, Facebook audience, always love you. Radio, podcast, and PSTV audience, you can go to the show at facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered, and you can check out, really, who else is hanging out here? You can have a conversation with us. Uh, you can ask questions. And Katie here, and one of the things, too, that I love about the interaction with the audience is we get questions like Katie's question, asking me if I'm a medium. I don't know really what that means. Um, so please help me out. John Whitwood, my man, good to see you. Always good to see you. Happy holidays. Um, you know, I, I don't know what a medium is, so maybe somebody can tell me. Does that mean where I see dead people or does that mean where I see the future? Because I don't see the future. I do have the gift of vision, though. I love vision. Um, our guest tonight is going to be fantastic. But again, want to give a shout out to Carl and his team over at PSTV, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for putting this on your airwaves, man. I, that it means everything to me. Um, and, of course, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and uh, Google, iTunes. What's up? Thank you guys for downloading the show. And, of course, Facebook audience, always, always good to see you guys. I can't see our guest. Let me see if I can pop her in here real quick without – let's see if she pops in, if we can see her when she comes on here. Nope. Hey, Jen, if you can hear me, um, you want to click the new link in your Facebook Messenger. <laughs> no, medium shirt. Right, exactly. Uh, medium shirt. No, I don't think that's what she means. And so I, I want to tell you something. So I, um, while we're waiting on our guests to get a new screen, <laughs> I'm just going to ramble for a little bit if you don't mind. Oh, I know what I'm forgetting. Gratitude. Today, I'm grateful for the opportunity to have spoken to a program director at a very large radio station. As you guys know, it is my dream to be on radio. Not TV, although I'll take TV. No, my dream is to be on radio. Um, I am a little bummed, but I know it'll work out in time. Maybe when my, you know, I have a bigger following, but I reached out to my radio idol, who I'm just gonna say who it is. I grew up listening to Opie and Anthony, uh, I said grow up, as an adult, when uh, Satellite Radio first came out on XM and Opie and Anthony joined um, Satellite Radio, I started listening from day one. And I'm a huge fan. Like, I'm a huge fan. And I reached out to Opie on Instagram, which is at Opie Radio, and I asked him if he would be on the show. And uh, he was like, yeah, when? And then now I haven't heard back from him. So I'm a little bummed, but you know what? I got a response and that's close. And it's kind of funny too. 
so I was listening to TD Jake's talk today and um, I listen to a lot of stuff throughout the day on YouTube. And as I've shared before, I've heard TD Jake say, the blessing is in the breaking and focus on the things that you do have and not the things that you don't. Well, tonight I heard him say, if you build it, God will come. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? John, who's listening right now, Bethany, Pinky, Katie, Katariana, what does that mean to you? If you build it, God will come. I know what it means to me. And another thing, too, I got a question. Should I tell you what it means to me? Here's the thing. Every single one of us, every single one of you, and Jen, if you're listening right now in the lobby, you're going to have to click a brand new link in Facebook Messenger, because if not, you're not gonna, I'm not going to be able to see you, and you're not going to be able to join the show. But here's the thing. <laughs> it's good to see you, Bethany. Been a long time. Um, look, we all have something inside of us. Like whether it's a dream, a daydream, or when we're laying around and we get an image, or when we were children, we pretended to be something and we could envision whether it was an astronaut. I know actually some of my audience does wanted to be an astronaut or wanted to be an actress or wanted to be a radio host, either one of those things. And you dreamed about it. And as we got older, we quit dreaming. We quit dreaming. We quit having these, these ideas of, like, oh, we can do that. We can, I can be a fireman. I can be an actress. I can be this. I can be that. We, we, we quit dreaming and we quit believing at the same time. And we go and do what our parents told us to do. We go to college. We get a job. We do all the things that we're not passionate about. And we, we go, like, yeah, but it pays the bills. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And then some of us have a burning desire inside to do something more. And I, I'm, I'm guessing from this audience who I'm seeing today, tonight, there's a huge portion of this audience that is dreaming, has, has dreamed of something more. Maybe they're not quite sure what it is. But I want to tell you something. I really, really believe this with all my heart. And I hope to God that you apply this to your life. If you ever get a crazy idea and it seems crazy, if it seems insane, if it seems unpractical, and you don't really know where it's going to go, and it just seems extraordinary, write it down anyway. And write it down and write down that crazy idea of what it looks like. And, and maybe, maybe you can only do a paragraph. Maybe you only have two sentences, but write it down anyway. And I want to encourage you not only to write it down, but you just to look at it. And then if you can stay present with yourself and then you go, well, what would it take to accomplish this? What would it take to, to build this company or to start this career as an actress? What would it take? What would be maybe not the, the middle road, but what would be the first step? So if it's, some of you wanted to do a radio show or even wanted to be a speaker because there's a lot of people that are coaches and speakers. Hi, I love. Good to see you, my friend. If coaches and speakers, especially or co people that want to be coaches or people that want to be speakers or people that want to be entrepreneurs and get away from their job, what would your first step be? I'd love to hear from the audience. Because sometimes that we when we get these visions and dreams, here's the deal. It's not for God to tease you. 
It's not for God to even mock you. No, those things are real. And what that means for you is you get to take the first step. Maybe it's a leap of faith. For me, and I, I think this is all pretty much sums it up for everybody. Now, with, with any career change or any leap of faith or any type of thing that you want to do to, to maybe be different or go for your dreams, here's what it looks like. I'm going to sum it up for you pretty easily. You get to be a brand. I'm trying to join via the new link you DM, but it looks like the room is empty. I sit Hold on. Thank you for commenting. I'll be right back. I'm going to finish my thought in two seconds, everybody. Bear with me. <laughs> I think I sent the link for tomorrow's show. Jen, I stink. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> um, this is when it's good to have a producer, but that's going to come soon. Hold on. Here we go. Jen, I'm so sorry. I'm going to finish rambling in just a second as soon as I can get Messenger to work. Here we go. Bam. Okay, sent you a new link. Okay. So here's the deal. To do anything now, you get to be a brand. You get to brand yourself. If you want to be a coach, you have to be a brand. If you want to be a celebrity, do you think it's just being an actress? Or if you want to be an actress, do you think that just going and acting is all you get to do? No, now we have to separate ourselves. We get to separate ourselves from everybody else. And that is because, that's celebritizing yourself. That is making yourself a brand. Yes, books, podcasts, radio, television, writing, doing social media. All of that stuff applies now. I mean, heck, even if you're in real estate, that stuff applies to you. But taking the first step in faith is part of it. It may be as simple is creating a Facebook business page that says you're an actress or says you're an author or says that you're a talk show host or says that you have a, I don't know, executive talent agency, whatever it may be, just take the first step. And then tomorrow, how is it the same? I just copied the one, unbelievable. I'm in, I'm in the show right now. Okay. Try that one. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> but we get, he's looking mysterious. I'm not mysterious, Tracy. It's good to see you. I did do a black backdrop to blend in with my black shirt because I got tired of all the other ugly backgrounds. Anyway, but it could be just as simple as doing that and then asking yourself, what is the next step I need to take? And it really, really is a day-by-day -day thing. Anytime that you're taking a step, just a little step in the direction towards your purpose or a dream, even though you don't know what it looks like. It could be a shuffle step, but as long as you take a step in the direction of your purpose, you will start to see miracles unfold. The power of surrender is another whole hour, two hour long show that I could do, but believe it or not, even being aggressive and taking a step, there is a surrender in that, and that is called trusting. And you get to do that. And I want to encourage you out there today. Look, you may have to do things along the way, you know, in trying to achieve your goals. You know, there's the whole jumping without a parachute thing. But you, got, you get to make sure that you, you get to make sure that you're freaking like paying your rent and taking care of your family. You get to do that. But you can still take a step every day in the direction of your purpose. And I love helping people with this.
because sometimes we get so clouded in our mind and we forget that really just taking a step is a lot more simple. You're not supposed to hit the grand slam on day one. You're not going to get there to, you're not going to be an overnight success. It doesn't work that way. Jen, I, I, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. I'm on this live. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it's not working with our guest. Um, anyway, you, but if, in taking that step towards your, te, towards your purpose can be one of the most rewarding things ever. And so hearing T.D. Jakes today talk about just if you build it, God will come. Building can take the process, but if you're just in the motion of building, I would love to know what your dreams are. I would love to know, like Tracy, Jen, you're, since you're on here and you can't get on for some reason, which is freaking strange, um, it is here. I'm going to copy here. Someone else come on here. Copy and paste this one. Copy, that's That should do it right there. Um, but you, like, even tinkering with a little bit, just take the step. It could be as simple as creating a social media platform for it. You know, and you get to figure it out. And here's the other thing, too. While you're building, it's okay to screw up. It's okay to make mistakes. Because a lot of the greatest ideas, a lot of your clarity, the clarity of your vision is going to come through simply just screwing things up. Because here's the thing, messing up is not going to kill you. It's, it's not. Every great thing in my life has happened through failure. Every great thing that's ever happened in my life has happened through heartbreak. Every one of them. I can't think of a single thing in my life that's been great that wasn't born out of something that hurt. I mean, how many is it like that for you? Is it like that? I'd love to know. And, but pursue your dreams, make it happen. Like I, I never, I, the only, the thing, there's a few things that I can compare it to and I'm not doing this to brag. I'm not doing this to pat myself on the back because honestly, I haven't accomplished anything that I want to accomplish. But one of the coolest feelings in the world is where you get a little message from the universe that you're on the right track, even if it's a no. As I've shared a million times on this show, my dream was to have a talk radio show. And television was great too. But my dream was to do radio. It's all I listened to as a kid, talk radio. As an adult, even now. I mean, on YouTube, I listen to radio hosts or motivational speakers. And I didn't know any of it was possible until I started, as I've told you the story a million times, I started doing this thing on my phone. And, and then eventually it turned into a show. It turned into iHeartRadio and Spotify and Stitcher. And little by little, it just started to build. Didn't know what I was doing. My dream, my dream though, was radio. I wanted to sit at a radio station, not on Facebook Live, on a radio station. And I cannot tell you how many applications that I've sent to radio stations or sent to, you know, messages saying, hey, just give me a shot. I'll, I'll freaking sweep the floors. I'll do whatever. You keep pushing. Yes, you're going to hear no. Yes, you're going to get rejected. 
but eventually that door is going to crack open for you. And it's the coolest feeling in the world. So I just want to like, I just want to like encourage you to please, please, for the sake of yourself, for the sake of your sanity, for the sake of fulfilling what God created you to do, take the first step. And then the next day, take another one. Yeah, there's going to be step backs. There's going to be days where you don't feel like doing it, but do it. And yeah, you may have to have a side hustle. You may have to, I don't know, may, like you may have to do some things that you don't want to do or you think is beneath you. I mean, I can speak for an example, like I'll, I'll completely um, like fess up to the idea of like when I first started, I didn't want to do little odd jobs. I mean, I've been a CEO or president most of my career. I didn't want to go do something that was, you know, quote unquote beneath me. But you may get to do that while you're pursuing your dreams. Um, I am there watching it with you. I don't understand why I can't see you, Jen. This sucks. Um, I really, 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 really would love to talk to you right now. Um, this is the fun thing about not preparing sometimes is you just start talking off the top of your head uh, when you're prepared for your guest. But, oh, well, no big deal. So anyway, look, I haven't accomplished anything that I that I set out to do. When I when I moved to California, um, it, there was a relentless passion and desire to tr go make my dreams come true. And you know, I shot myself in the foot a lot because I got scared, I got timid, um, I started doing things that really I shouldn't do that were not complementary to achieving my dreams. I mean, you know, my first time I lived in L.A. You know, I was sober for the first few months. I was sober for the first few months because I was like, yeah, nothing's going to get in my way. Nothing's going to stop me. And I got in my own way. I started using drugs again, started drinking again. I actually started drinking again first, then started doing drugs and threw it all away. Because of bad business decisions, I lost everything, ended up homeless. Mind you, for only two weeks. But I ended up homeless. And then I just really didn't care anymore. And it wasn't until going to jail for the last time that I had one of those moments with God where it's like, you know what? I'm done doing it my way. And I'm going to, I, I'm done doing it my way. I'm going to quit running from my purpose and I'm going to relentlessly pursue what I know in my gut that I was meant to do. I didn't know how, didn't know what it looked like, but all I had to do was take the first step. It has not been an easy road. It has not been hard. I have not succeeded. I have not become the financial success that I believe that I was to, to, to be yet. Miserable failure after miserable failure. Every time that I took a job or took a gig, to, thinking, oh, this is it. This is going to get me straight on my finances. It contradicted what my purpose was. So guess what happened? Those doors slammed shut. Yet every time I take a step 
towards my purpose and what I was called to do. But I believe in my heart and soul I know I was supposed to do. What I know as a child, the thing that I dreamed of being, the thing I dreamed of being, when I took action and I take those steps, it, all of a sudden it's like doors open. It happens for you too. It happens for you too. It's not me. It's the way the universe works. It's the way God works. God is miraculous that way where if you do what you're supposed to do, you do what you know in your heart and your soul that you were called to do. You are rewarded for doing such. And yes, even in failure, you will find success. Even in failure, you will find joy. In failure, you will find opportunity. And it's okay to fail. Fail forward. That sounds like a walking cliche right now. But the truth is, it's true. Man, I... I get to be grateful today for how far I've come. I'm a long ways from almost dead, homeless, strung out on drugs. In between freaking not knowing if I'm going to go to jail again, in between just heartbreak and uncertainty. Learning surrender has been one of the most powerful things that I can ever, ever recommend to you. And just knowing that I don't know what tomorrow looks like, but in this moment, I am so thankful for the fact that I have a roof over my head now I have a wife that actually likes me most of the time, which is more than any other time in my life. My daughter loves me, and I didn't think that was ever going to happen. I'm healthy, which you guys know about my health, I'm sure by now. But I'm healthy. You know, I, when I... I, I just because our guest is not here, I'm just going to talk. Um, so I hope I have permission to be very vulnerable with you. But when I found out that I had HIV, I wanted to die because I thought my life was over. And it should have been with my behavior. Thank God for amazing medication because now I get to be healthy. Our guest is here. Amazing. But I want to say this really quick. Regardless of what you've done in your life, regardless of who you've hurt, including yourself, regardless of how many times you've failed, regardless of the heartbreak that you felt, that you feel, all of that can be used for good. All of that can be used to be a blessing to other people and ultimately bring you joy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm really, really excited to introduce our guest. Jin Moff is the founder of Magical Mindfulness. 
where she empowers burned out professional women to invest in themselves so they can step out of the shadows into the spotlight. A learning and development professional by trade, she most recently worked with Toast, the all-in-one restaurant technology platform uh, that's one of the fastest growing SAS companies in the U.S. according to Deolite's technology Fast 500. Less sugar and more spice. Jen is a former actor with on-point comedic timing. Those skills, along with her ability to apply fresh concepts with tactical tools, make her a hit with audiences during workshops, keynotes, and breakout sessions. A domestic violence survivor and mental health advocate, her areas of expertise include the intersections of leadership and employee experience, play, and personal development, as well as relationships and spiritual growth. Jen has a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Communication and Public Relations. She also received a Certified Relationship Specialist designation by the American Psychology Association. She is a member of the Women's Speakers Association and recently published her first book, congratulations, that Mindful Life Map on Amazon. Self-proclaimed foodie, Jen loves breakfast buffets. <laughs> Me too. Queso in Japanese hibachi. In her spare time, she enjoys horseback riding and using makeup as a creative outlet for self-care. Jen currently lives in Boston, Massachusetts with her six indoor plants. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please, please welcome Jen Moth to the show. Hello, finally. <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea what happened. Um, but you're you're on the show, so welcome. It's good to see you. Likewise, thank you for sticking with me. I ended up just going to the phone and downloading the app and saying, "Okay, this is the last ditch resort. Is this gonna work?" Okay, sweet, and it did. Did you so. did you use Chrome by chance? I did. I even thought like, well, maybe my Chrome doesn't like me. Let me take it over to Mozilla, and Mozilla didn't work. I tried closing no. the app. I nothing. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. I bet you need to update Chrome. That's what happened. So Be Live is not that tricky. It. This is crazy. Really? That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, listen, I'm I'm just blessed that you're here, happy that you're here. Um, and so for the sake of time, let's get after it. But first things first, what are you grateful for tonight? Patience. Patience. I'm very grateful for patience. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. So I'm, I'm really interested. Um, there's a hint of co a comedy background here. What, how do you apply comedy into what you're doing uh, in your business? Well, it's, it's interesting. I'm not like a, a person that enjoys trying to create content in a stand-up form to just the masses. But when I'm right. working with somebody, it's very kind of riff and... I don't take myself too seriously. So I usually make myself kind of like, like the example and the butt of jokes to help drive a point forward. And sure. anytime that I can make somebody laugh, that really releases a lot of the tension of the deep inner work that I end up doing with people. So it's, it's more fun to enjoy it than think of it as a struggle. <laughs> so do you not find being the, the brunt of a joke to be disempowering? I don't know that I look at it that way because I know the motive behind it and I don't wow. point fingers at myself and I don't shame, blame, judge myself. 
it's more surface level and uh, playful rather than uh, judgy. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. I love, what is it, self-deprecating humor? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Like I, I, like to make, I like to make fun of myself because I frankly do a lot. <laughs> you know, it's good. Good. So tell me, tell, tell the audience, for the audience that doesn't know, you know who you are really, tell them a little bit of own words, other than bio words. Like, yeah. just, just give us a no real bio. talk. Like, who the hell is Jen Mark? Who the hell are any of us? Like, no. That's a better question. For <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a much know, better I'm question. 36. I'm 36, um, and I'm figuring life out while I help other people figure life out. And I'm new to Boston, like I said. I, I moved here in January, and... and I really, really enjoy it. It's it's the furthest I've lived north, so getting to experience new things and put myself in situations that are uncomfortable and, and opportunities for adventure is always really important. Having a change of pace, I really enjoy. Um, yeah, I'm the oldest of two of my parents' kids, so me and one other, obviously, because that's two. I can math. And um, my six houseplants have have grown. I now have seven. They had a baby. So <laughs> why did like the, the house plant thing is interesting. It feels like there's something underneath that that I should explore with you. But why did you choose burnout women as the is the group that you wanted to help? It's the current kind of iteration, if you will, of the way the problems that I care about manifest. So for a brief period a while ago, I might've wanted to speak specifically to women who have been in abusive relationships to help them. That wasn't necessarily attracting the, the women in a space that I could actually help. So I recognize that a lot of times they don't know that they are in situations that they want to change until they're at like this point of no return, the swamps of sadness, sure. that kind of stuff. So I have a heart for women that are in business just because being single and owning my own business, having worked other jobs, it just, I just have a different perspective um, because being single in my 30s, there's not a huge focus on women in that demographic and it's it's vastly underrepresented and in the workforce especially I think it's important for those women to have a voice and if I can help drive that that voice and help relieve what the root causes of burnout are that's that's what led me to that I'm glad you said that so let's get to the root causes of burnout yes Talk to me about that. What is that for women, typically? What, what, in your experience working with women in that population, what would yes. you say the majority of the burnout is from? Uh, not to get too, like, cuckoo ka but uh, ultimately it comes down to... <laughs> uh, it comes down to not working in their strengths, meaning they're trying to perform in a very masculine energy kind of way 
and they're not made to. And so it results in doing, 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 and not valuing the other gifts that they have and the value that they provide. And that just very, very quickly leads to lack of standing up for yourself, lack of taking care of yourself, working too hard, thinking you've got to put in the same amount of hours as the person that doesn't take any time off. I've got to manage everything, juggle my home. It's like, it's just this overwhelming desire to keep up so to speak, that's what I've seen the most. And that stems from how we're raised and how society teaches us as women to kind of exist, ultimately. Okay, hold on. I want to make sure I'm with you on this one. Um, see, Take your time. My, like, my view is women are every bit as powerful as men. So. Agreed. What, what, what's the keeping up thing? Because I, every woman I know, when she wants to, she can run circles around men in a lot of areas. Well, let's, let's think about the women that you might have in your life compared to some of the women that I end up seeing. So there's a lot of women out there that are very much in touch with like their inner innate power, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of women that aren't. And that stems from like a lot of generational stuff that gets passed down about codependency and people pleasing and perfectionism. And so that depression and anxiety results in checking out and avoiding. And so they can't fully advocate for themselves in a way. I have a a friend that recently had to hire an attorney because she needed someone to give her a voice in a particular situation because she didn't feel that she had that. So I think the world needs way more women like the ones you're spending time with, for sure. Well, I mean, to be fair, I've been known to be a controlling piece of crap. So I I mean, and and I don't, and here's the thing, it's really strange because I don't, I know I'm not the only man like this, but (laughs) if you, if if you, I don't want to control anybody, but the minute you bend or the minute you give in, it's like instinctively I know, okay, I got this, and then all, and then I will run all over people. I don't, I'll do it to men and women. It doesn't really, it, it's not exclusive to women, but in my relationship history, that is what's been the case. And but the whole time this is happening, though, I'm seeing, like, I see the woman at their highest self. I see how powerful they are. And then I'm yeah. pissed off that they're not stepping into that power. They're not creating the boundary. They're not setting the boundary for me to go, no, jerk, you're not going to do that. You're not going to grab my boob. You're not going to slap my butt. You're not going to do this. You're not going to, you are going to treat me like this. You're not creating that boundary. And then for some reason, when it's not done the first time, it is just steamrolling over people. Yep. And it doesn't stop. You, you've lost respect for them, essentially. Right. And it's, it's so wrong. It's so wrong. Like my wife now will kick me in the nuts. She didn't like physically kick me in the nuts, but I mean, <laughs> like those boundaries are set. And here's the thing. Yeah. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't really like, it's weird for me now. It's weird for me to have someone set boundaries because I'm like, well, I don't know what to do with this because you set a boundary. <laughs> Because you haven't experienced that. You're normally like, right. I'm very hey. immature in relationships. Very. And I'm working on it. But at the same time, the only women in my life that I've ever respected, like my mother, like my grandmother, they set boundaries. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and of course some of those boundaries are just like, that's your mom dummy. You treat her with respect, but it's man. It is. And then Jennifer now my wife, like she will set the boundary and I have so much respect for her and, and I don't go there and I love it, but it's at the same time, it's a weird thing. I'm not used to it. Like I haven't adjusted to it, but I, and I know a lot, I, I'm assuming that there's a lot of other men out there like that too, where, they don't necessarily want to run over somebody, but they do. It's an interesting thing, especially out in like single land. You know, I'm dating and, and it's interesting to see how men respond to a woman that does assert herself. Like you said, mm-hmm. some of them immediately go to the, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. And they kind of, <laughs> do, I, do I like this? Or is it, uh, she's, too much she's too this uh she's a bitch like immediately not being able to hold the fullness of a woman in her power and i think that that's the flip side right of your Mm. situation like where you were mr bulldozer until you got met with something that you were like oh what right like okay so there's that side and then there's the side of bitches everybody's a bitch. they you know have this kind of shut down to women and um, what's what's interesting about that is I think we're at a really great time in like the world, the ether, to see some of this shifting and acceptance and embracing of you know this rising power in women and acceptance and embracing and seeing the turn on there and the respect. I I I really think that we as a society are going to have to refigure out relationships. I mean. It's such a, it's, God, it's so confusing. As I was about to go down and say this, I, I'm sitting here thinking about how people date now. It, where it's, it's <laughs> tender and like, of course, I, you know, I got married without knowing my wife and that's another story, but that's like, it's tender, it's Bumble, it's, I guess there's Match.com still. There's, you know, there's all these websites, but it's just done so differently now. But yeah. I really think that we just need to rethink how we do relationships and marriage as a whole, you know, yeah. and because it, the way it's done, been done traditionally is not working at all, no. especially with the rise of women, especially with there's no more. There's very, very rare cases that women are at home at five making dinners on the table at five. And here we go. And the kids are all washed and scrubbed and blah, 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 blah. Like those days are done. For the majority of the world. Thank God, by the way. Thank God. But it, it, at the same time, men still, as a, as a majority, I guarantee you it's the majority. I don't even need to see a study. Men still have it in their mind. Woman's going to do the laundry. Woman's going to cook. Woman's going to wipe the baby's ass. Woman's going to do this. Woman's going to do that. They have that, that mentality still exists as a whole. And it's got to yeah. shift. Because if your wife is working or your girlfriend's working, we as a man or even regardless, even if it's same sex, whatever, you get to share responsibility. You get to work together. There's no such thing as traditional gender roles are out of the like they're done. In my opinion, so 1970. Yes. Of course. Then again, I don't want to fold my own laundry, but I get to. I like how you said you get to. I like that. I, That's yeah. nice. I mean, I have clothes to fold, so, you know, I'm blessed for that reason. 
I think one of the things that just literally popped into my brain, a download that I just received is I think part of the problem, if we want to cloak it in a problem is perhaps men don't ever see women separately from their own mothers and recognizing the mother is a separate entity from that relationship. Because if you have an, a constant association with your own parent as just being a parent, then you can't see them as a whole person. And if this one sex represents that, then everyone in that sex thereby, you know, like attracts like, could we see that like this, you know, even though we love them, we want to have sex with them, whatever, there's still this like nurture me, mother me kind of relationship that happens. Is that possible? Oh my gosh. I got to think about that one. I don't want to talk out loud about this one just yet because so I've fallen into this trap because I respect my mother so much. Like I love my mom is a freaking rock star to me. Like my mom is, I mean, she can do wrong, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how to, um, but I've always thought like, yeah, I, I need to, I need to find a woman like my mom. I used to say that. And, and now you're making me think, Oh, that's a, probably not such a good idea. I'm happy to plant a seed of thought-provoking material. Yeah, well, oh my gosh, I don't know what to think about this. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I get to write and talk about this. Um, so listen, okay. I for the sake of time, I because this started like you got came on so late, and I'm so sorry, but I have, I could limited time tonight. But I want to know, like, what inspires you? Like at your core. What inspires you away from your job? I don't want to know anything about your job. Like we're going to plug all that stuff, but at your core, what inspires you? What do you want to create? I just love playing. Um, like not taking myself too seriously. I, I love, I miss, I miss doing improv. I, I studied that in, in college and I'm certainly in a great stomping ground for that kind of stuff. Getting to see people do things that they're fantastic at is so, oh, it just lights me up. I can picture being back watching, you know, in, improv in the black box theater and seeing right. people and just being like, oh, wow, you are something. Because it, it's really, really compelling and attractive to see people do things that they're meant to do. It's, it is because they light up. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. so happy you said that because there's nothing better. Like I don't care. One of my favorite things to do is ask people what they're passionate about, and mm -hmm. when they don't have an answer, it breaks my heart because I can listen to someone talk about making like changing baby diapers. If they're happy about it, then guess what? I freaking love you, and I'm inspired by it. I don't care. Um, okay, you're gonna hate me for this. I am so sorry. But I, I, I get to let you go because I, no, I, I get to take care of something in two minutes. Um, I, I want to do this again because it's unfair. Like we had some tech difficulties, but I would love to have you back on and do it again because there's actually you opened up a few things for me that I would love to dive down. So let's reschedule. Is that cool? Absolutely. I had a great time. I'd love to. Okay, thank you so much. Have a blessed day and a great holiday. I'll email you. Like I'm going to email you as soon as I get off this call. Okay, sounds great. Have a good night, man. Thank Bye you. Guys. Okay, that sucks because we only had a few minutes with her, but we get, I, um, I really have now one minute. 
I love you guys. Thank you for the support. And um, I'll see you soon. Thanks.